shall be well with you yes shall be happy and it shall be well with you man what's the secret to that success we got the secret for success here today is that right Braden? it's right here (laughs) (laughs) this is aaron hood we're the voice of my beloved podcast got Braden waller here with me we're going through the psalms of a saint um that song there you can actually get that online at uh, love and purity's uh website and uh, that's the psalm of a saint and you can uh, get that and man just a wonderful way to memorize scripture and be in the word and uh, my wife's voice is on there so you can't go wrong there it's beautiful <laughs> and um but before we dig into the word uh, we're about to get into psalm 128 again um we've got just want to mention the above rubies event we have coming out that's august 19th through the 21st it's gonna be a great time uh, in the word encouraging families uh such a needed message and uh so register for that i love impurity's website we also got a kind of a Surprise thing is not going to find it probably uh, online, uh, but Jeremy Gimpel, uh, a Jewish man from the mountains of Israel, Judea, actually a Jew in Judea. Yeah. He's going to be coming through and he's going to be sharing with us uh, whatever's on his heart. Um, he's been doing kind of a tour here in the state. So that's July 12th. It's a Tuesday. If you're in the area or know somebody who would be interested in that, send them uh, our way. And uh, if you wouldn't, if you could just send us an email at our info or our website and it's, uh, so we'll have some numbers maybe that could be good, but uh, not necessary, but just kind of a thought. And um, so then that's it. I think uh, we're ready to dive in. Braden, where are we at? Here we are. Chapter 128, uh, verse 2 says, When you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy, and it shall be well with you. So here we just have this encouragement you know, to be productive. And there's a, when we're productive, God, God put us in this world, you know, he put Adam and Eve in the garden, right? Yeah, he says, take, take care of it. Yeah. You know, there's a happiness associated with being productive and doing what God calls you to do. Right. Our culture says, you know, you're happiest if you don't have to do anything. Work is the <laughs> ultimate evil, <laughs> right. you know, and it's just not true. There's so much um, satisfaction in seeing the, the work of your hands and yeah. to the point where it can be addicting. And you have to be like, oh, you know, I've accomplished all this, but now the Lord, you know, the Lord gives the increase. So yeah. it's a good reminder there. Yeah. So whatever you find to do, do it with all your heart. Amen. Do it as unto the Lord. Unto the Lord. Going on to verse three, it says, your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house. I think most wives appreciate hardworking husbands too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think so. <laughs> but here we have uh, your wife, one of the fruits or one of the benefits of fearing God it, as we opened up in the very first verse of this chapter, blessed is everyone who fears the Lord. Mm. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house. And so there's going to be this benefit or this blessing of a fruitful vine mm. that your wife is going to be flourishing. She's going to be happy, I believe. Uh, that's, that's when I think of a fruitful vine, I think of this, you know, we've seen a lot of vines in Israel. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> right. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's just, it's yeah. something, there's a, there's a level of art in a way, yeah. you know, just the beautiful Trellist vine. And, man, and, but it, it, they, they grow amazingly fast. I mean, when yeah. you come back in the spring, uh, and you cut those things, you, you yeah. think, man, I just killed it. There's yeah. no way that's going to come back from right. that. Uh, you cut it down pretty bare, but man, by the summer, it's just blown way back out and it's taking over almost a whole row and the fruit. Right. It's just hanging, you know, and um, ready for the harvest. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, as far as in marriages, just this whole concept of your wife flourishing and the the sweetness of the grapes. There can be a real sweetness in the heart of your home Mm -hmm. as you fear God. 
uh, as opposed to, you know, uh, for a man that does not fear God, mm-hmm. then you're welcoming into your home bitterness and, and just this uh, strife strife. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, there's these things that we, that we sometimes as, as husbands, uh, can invite into our home that are not the opposite of the sweetness right. that we should be. And it's that fear of the Lord, right? In the beginning of the chapter, it says, you know, blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. That's where you find, right. you know, your wife and your, and you yourself also, um, as a man, you know, you make that relationship work by being like the fearing the Lord and right. walking in his ways. And that's what makes you a hardworking man, diligent, and right. gives you those attributes. And that gives your wife this fruitful vine in the very heart. Like, you know, we all know the, the wife is the heart of the house. You know, we, right. we, <laughs> if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody mama happy. Ain't happy ain't nobody. <laughs> in the very heart of your house. And, you know, I've seen over, you know, my, I guess, short or long, depending on who you talk to, but, um, the long and short of it is <laughs> that a wife, when her husband uh, is courteous or cherishes her man, just just thrives. And right. how that relationship is such a testimony to God and how he cherishes us. He speaks love, kindness to us yeah. and how we are supposed to wash our wives in the word. And mm-hmm. it's a it's a beautiful thing to, to see that vine flourish in the very yeah. heart of your home. Yeah. And this whole marriage picture, I feel like there's a, a parallel there also with us being the bride of Messiah, mm. you know, that Yeshua, as we mentioned in last week's podcast is he is a man who fears the Lord. He delights in the Lord. He is worthy of a bride who is fruitful. Amen. And so we see revelation nineteen seven. let us be glad and rejoice. Give him glory for the marriage of the lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. We go on to John fifteen four says, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. This is, you know, fruitful vine. Mm-hmm. That you bear much fruit so you will be my disciples. And so I believe here we can see also this picture of as the body of Messiah, as the bride of Messiah, we're called to be a fruitful vine, bearing fruit. And this is how we glorify our Father. Amen. Yeah. By being, you know, everything, you know, I think there's a scriptures and you're talking about everything he did prospered, right? Because the Lord was with him, you know, and, right. and I think that's a powerful, you know, sometimes that's the opposite, the opposite of what our human tendencies would be like, oh, I've accomplished this, you know, and, and we would, we would say my hands have brought about this, you know, uh, pleasantness or this abundance, but man, God, when we had done it for him and he brings the increase, I think that's where the real happiness comes. Cause mm-hmm. we see people who are, um, let's say bountiful, wealthy and things like that, but yet their hearts are far from God right. and a very full, you know, a lot of despair and discouragement and, mm-hmm. and even depression, right. You know, when they have everything, everything in quotation, you know, right. You guys can't see me. I'm doing my fingers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everything that the world would say is, uh, to bring happiness, mm-hmm. here it is right here. He says, happy is he, you know, that fears the Lord and walks in his ways. Right. There's just like nugget there that's just, we could unpack that for a long time. Right. Yeah, I'd like to just the whole concept of the fruitful vine and in biblical worldview, the vines producing grapes, which primarily are used in, for making wine. Mm-hmm. That's the primary usage of vines in the, or the grapes in the, in the in the scriptures because you can't preserve, they didn't have freezers, they don't have raisins. You know, they, you know, they dried a lot of them, yeah, had them as yeah, raisins too, but yeah, wine was the the by far probably the most pro, yeah. most used. And so this whole concept we see in the scripture too of wine equals joy or wine is like a symbol of joy. Mm. And so your the wife being a fruitful vine in the very heart of the home as we you know as we we're talking about this is there's a joy 
There's, mm. there's joy associated with this. Uh, we have Psalm 104. It says, and wine that makes glad the heart of man. Yeah. This wine is, 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 scripturally speaking, is, is in its proper context. We know we definitely agree with Ephesians. It says, do not be drunk with wine. Mm-hmm. But this, this wine makes glad the heart of man. Mm. And we also see Judges 9.13. It says, but the vine said to them, should I cease my new wine, which cheers both God and men? Yeah. Very interesting passage. It is. <laughs> that, this, that this wine cheers God and men. Here, we, here again, we see this biblical precedent for wine goes together with joy. Isn't that called a libation offering? I think, I mean, right. you know, we are in the King James, I think it's a libation offering, but there was a wine that was brought to the temple, right. you know, and, and poured out, you know, as an offering to God. And he accepted that, you know? Yeah. So there's a, a part of an element that he, even he revels or not revels, but even the Lord is pleased well, with the produce of the wine and right. uh, he gives it to his people in moderation for their yeah. joy. Well, I even think about what Yeshua said. I'm not going to drink it again mm-hmm. until I drink it with you in the kingdom of my Father. Yeah, there's this element of, you know, that's a joyful time. There will be a joyful time. Well, the deity of Yeshua, even you yeah. know that you know it cheers both God and man. There's mm. going to be this there's cheer associated with the fruit of the vine. Yeah, that that Yeshua Himself is going to participate in it's marriage just, supper it, of the Lamb. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a, a good it's a time. Very, it's a cool cool thought process. And then we have also Psalm 113 that it speaks of the joyful mother of children and just wanted to throw that scripture in there as well. You know, this, this, this woman in the heart of the home, the wife, your wife, you know, is going to flourish. She'll be a fruitful vine, in the very heart of your home. It's a joyful mother of children. And, and this is the picture of the Bible paints. Yep. So, so opposite of the way <laughs> the world would paint motherhood yes. and all these things. But let's, let's agree with the Bible. And I really, Amen. you know, I just been watching my two year old lately and it's like, he brings a lot of joy. You know? <laughs> He's very entertaining. Yeah, I mean, just just watch him. You know, mm-hmm. it's like there's there's joy in family. There's joy in marriage that we really need to to see and have vision for. Mm-hmm. And that and when we walk in that, I believe it it's it's an opportunity to be a light to yeah. the world around us. Yeah, and it's and that's backing up you know a little bit because how is your children are a joy when you walk in the fear of the Lord and walk in His ways and teach your children. I understand that children that are not brought up in the Lord's ways are not a blessing. You know? right. yeah. yeah, that's a you know, there's a lot of trouble. You know, I believe that giving life the opportunity to be changed is is good and it's necessary. But you know, we all understand that children that have not been brought up in the ways of the Lord and that are self centered and seeking their own and mm-hmm. and filled with all kinds of various things those those are not a blessing right and uh so when this verse is saying you know you may be out there saying well i don't know continue to teach your children teach your children and raise them up in the fear of the lord and in his ways and you're rising up and you're lying down you're going in and you're coming out you know right that's that's how you will raise children that will be a blessing in the very heart of your home yeah and then we even have Proverbs 31 goes right along with this her children rise up and call her blessed her husband also and he praises her Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Mm. So you have this coupling wow. together. You have the yeah. man who fears God, and then you also have the woman who fears God, mm. and they make a great couple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mister and Missus fear God. You know, yeah, that's a great couple. <laughs> that's amazing. That, that's what this world needs, though. Amen. Men Couples and women who fear, God, who fear God, who will raise up. As Malachi says, "Why did he make them one mm. to bring up a godly offspring?" Yeah, I'm, th- I'm thinking of a story. You know, I um. I believe it's a true story. Um, Richard and Sabina Warmbrand. Yeah. This woman, um, Sabina, she just impacted me so much because there was a time when 
the uh, communism was beginning to take over after the Nazis had been pushed out and they were squashing a lot of, you know, Christianity. And, and um, so there was this big event where they had brought all the leaders of uh, different faiths that were in the area and saying that, you know, communism and faith can coincide there, you know, they, and, coexist. All this, and coexist, <laughs> right? So that Allah and, and Hashem, you know, and Jesus and all of these people, they could all be worshiped together, you know, and, you know, it's not a problem. Buddha. And all Buddha. That. Yeah. They're all the same, you know, kind of thing. And, um, Sabina is, and Richard are there and she tells him, you know, you can't let this go on without saying something, you know, and he had some influence. And so he, he looked at her and he said, if I speak, you will not have a husband. Hmm. And she said, I would rather not have a husband than have a coward as a husband. <laughs> and man, I mean, she, her love for her husband was there, but man, her love for Jesus, for Yeshua was so much stronger. She yeah. couldn't bear to, to hear what was being said. And so he went down there and he pointed out in scripture and he said, there is only one Lord. There's only one God and it's not a dictator and it's not Buddha and it's not Allah and it's not. <laughs> and he went to jail for 14 years, was tortured brutally. And she didn't have a husband for a very, very long time. Right. And um, so, but the truth went out and everyone who was there was impacted by that. And it, and it, I think it changed the dynamics of that whole town that somebody stood up and yeah. I, I believe that God was pleased. Yeah. So that's when you have people that fear the Lord, regardless, that's, um, that's where the power is. I think that's, right. that's a real fear of the Lord and fear of um, his name, not getting its due glory. Yeah. It's a good, it was a good story that it just reminded me of, uh, that a couple that laid it down for the fear of the Lord. Right. Yeah. You reminded me of the midwives in Egypt as well. Yeah. You know, they're, they feared God above yeah, Pharaoh. That's right. They're willing to take great risk yep. because they fear God. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. So says some, something about children here, right? Your the next verse. Yeah. Yeah. Your children, like olive plants all around your table. I, I just love the symbolism in this Psalm. It just, it's just <laughs> painting this picture olive plants all around your table and why olive plants i think one reason is uh olive trees are known and aaron and i've seen this in israel you can put them in the worst circumstances oh yeah and they'll still keep growing yeah. very little water they're and, resilient yeah. even in poor conditions yep. and for you know a man who fears the lord this is a promise this is a, a blessing your children will be like olive plants you're going to be able to you know i know some people don't even want to have children right now right. because they're like how would you raise a child yeah. you know in such a hostile world or such a confused world mm -hmm. fear of the lord that's Walk the answer in his ways yes. that's the answer your children will be like olive plants uh, another thing about olive trees uh, obviously is they produce olive oil and this anointing oil uh they're your children you could say will be anointed by the spirit of god as you walk in the fear of the Lord, you're going to raise up children that are anointed. They're going to be like olive plants all around your table. I love the emphasis on around the table. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is a place of nourishment for the soul, mm -hmm. not only the body. And yeah. it's a, uh, you know, your children like olive plants all around your table. Speaking of Colin, Nancy Campbell. I know they, Nancy Campbell is a huge, huge proponent, proponent of, of, yes. of the family meal table. Yep. Gathering around as a family to eat meals together. And it's a place where you can discuss the word. You yeah. can grow, and, and it's just a place of, of nourishment. Yeah, I believe, you know, that uh, there's a really high percentage. I can't get the numbers right, but she was saying that families that ate together around a table, I think it was like 70% or something like that, were less likely to go to jail. Wow. Or like the, the percentage of the families that end up in jail, they didn't regularly eat meals together as a family. Wow. Like it, wow. was, it was really connected. And I talked to a, uh, a guy... A, a, the jail at the jail here, Brandon and I do um, visit the local jail, and one of the jailers was like, 
yeah, I mean, he had his own staff. It was kind of the same, same exact thing, you know. And uh, I was wow. just blown away. So uh, eat together as a family, you know. Man, pull everybody together. Say some thanks uh, to the Lord for his provision. And you know, ask each other about your day. You know, put right. the phones down. Get you a basket. My dad, <laughs> he has a basket, you know. And everybody, when they come in the house, the phones go in the basket. You know, right. they're sitting down at the table. Yeah, do that, you know. And just sit that side of time, that right. time aside to really invest in each other. Eye to eye contact. You know, I think it's uh, so healthy. And yeah. uh, you won't be sorry that you invested into that. Yeah. And just going along with that, and these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house. I think, you know, as we're talking about sitting around the table, you know, it's when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up, this is what we're called to do as, as fathers, as, uh, as mothers to be speaking about the word of God throughout the day. That's uh, kind of all the time, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a lot of the time. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of the time. <laughs> Got to get the word on your heart again. That's another reason why you need to come to the above rubies and be encouraged to get the word in your heart. That's, that's their message. That's their message. It's got to be in your heart. And I was reading Corey Tinboom's story, and I don't, I don't really know if she would have had the same testimony. Man, she just is such a a wealth in multiple languages. You know, scriptures, chapters of the yeah. Bible memorized in her yeah. heart because her dad. Right. pressed her into that and uh, man it's it's going to be the thing that carries us i yeah. think the word in our hearts so yeah yep going on to verse four it says behold thus shall the man be blessed who fears the lord so whenever we see behold in the bible it's like look look at this look at how blessed he is look at this he's got a happy wife <laughs> he's got children that are flourishing even in hard conditions, hard conditions yeah uh look at this look at it look at how blessed that how much of a blessing this is mm. Go on to verse 5. The Lord bless you out of Zion, and may you see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. So we know these Psalms of Ascent, they're all about going up to Jerusalem. And here it's this idea of let's see Jerusalem. You know, we've we've heard about Jerusalem. Mm. We've heard about the glory of it. Now may you see the good of Jerusalem. So there was three pilgrimage festivals every year, right? Passover, Shavuot, and Sukkot. Mm Mm-hmm. And so these people are going to see Jerusalem. Yeah. It's not enough for them just to hear about it. They want to go see it. and uh, See that, God's goodness yeah. to and, them and meet with them. Yeah, amen. Yeah, and I believe there's something there of as they see the good of Jerusalem, as it says here, all the days, you know, this is a blessing. May you see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. As Jerusalem prospers, as, as good things are happening in Jerusalem, it impacts the entire nation in mm. a positive way. Amen. If there's strife, discord, as we see throughout the scriptures, yes. you know, as there's breakdowns in Jerusalem, it has a ripple effect throughout the nation. The entire nation, yeah. And I think there's also a, a principle there of it, it, our current uh, world where as we see good happening in Jerusalem, as we know that the kingdom of God is going to come on earth mm. and that the capital is going to be right there in Jerusalem, as good as we see the good of Jerusalem, it's going to have a ripple effect throughout all the nations. Amen. And and so we need to pray for that. That's yeah. why we're called to pray, pray. for Jerusalem Amen. because what happens there impacts the entire world. Yeah, I was uh, filling up with gas in uh, Paducah, Kentucky, and I had a shirt on uh, that had Israel across mm. the front of it. In the back, it says, "You know, I'm for 100% sovereignty and sovereignty." And uh, one of the guys um, was filling up with gas next to me. He said, "Hey, I like that shirt." He said, "I think that's one of the reasons why America is blessed." Because we bless Israel. Right. Paducah, Kentucky at a gas station. I was like, you're exactly right. Hallelujah. And um, man, you know, there's, there's an understanding, I think, and it's growing. Right. You know, that if we, as we read scripture and we see God's love for the, the people in the city of Jerusalem, that as goes Jerusalem, so goes the nation and then the nations greater. Right. right. Uh, the nation of Israel and then the, because God's name is upon it. Yeah. And so, man, that's a... Uh, 
that's a truth. It's a solid truth. You know, for some of us, it's a really far journey to get to Jerusalem. Right. But man, the, the pilgrimage is sweet. And uh, it's a great, uh, there's a connection. There is a connection there that you can have uh, greater than any other place uh, yeah. in all the world. So, yeah. hallelujah. City of the great king. Yeah, he's great. He is good. Uh, last verse here, verse six, it says, yes, may you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. And so this is kind of a ascending point, actually, in the Psalms of Ascent, because just the last psalm, we talked about the blessing of children. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord in Psalm 127. And now we're ascending to Psalm 128, where we, we go from children to grandchildren. Yeah. You know, so it's, may you see your children's children. And so this is a, it's Proverbs 17, it's a 6. a long life, is what they're saying. Yeah. You can yeah. have a long life. Your yeah. children's children. Yeah. Proverbs 17, 6, it says that uh, grandchildren are the crown of old men. And so there's this, there's this crown even. Uh, yeah. Like children, and we talk, talked about 127, you know, they're a heritage. Our mm-hmm. children are a heritage. They're a reward. But then grandchildren are even a crown. Crown. Amen. <laughs> so, so, yeah, may you be blessed out there. This is a family psalm. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, so whether you're single, uh, if you're in a, you know, if you're married, where I pray this, this psalm speaks to you because I feel like partly, you know, even if not all these elements directly apply to you, mm-hmm. I think understanding them helps us to have a proper worldview. Amen. A biblical worldview yes. on marriage, on children. And, and that can start, even as a single, Amen. you know, and you can value these things. And when you see them, you can appreciate them mm. from a biblical perspective and you can pray for them as well. Yes. Marriages need prayer. Mm. Children need prayer. Uh, pray that children will be like, like, uh, these, uh, olive, olive plants, plants all, around all around the table. table. Pray that the uh, husbands will fear God, mm. that wives will be like fruitful vines yes. in the heart of their home. These are great prayer points Amen. to pray for families. And this is a major battle point in our nation. Absolutely, so yes. just encourage you out there to, to make this a point of prayer and uh, and and love it. Just yeah, love God's ways, man. It's just like the stepping stone. You know, you like you get yourself your relationship right with God, and then your family, your you know relations. You know those that, and then that goes to the family of God. You know, and right. and there's this building building block. But man, the the, the family that is a, a place of power. Yeah, when a family is united together in in faith. And, and perseverance and prayer and Bible sharing. That's amazing. Uh, such a great, so um, Nancy and Colin, they have a, a really great um, study that they do. It's a daily light on the daily path. You can probably go to above Ruby's um, website and um, you can order that. And it's something that my wife and I read and it has um, great times of every day, mm. morning and evening, because they really uh, accent the, uh, the evening, morning and evening sacrifice, which would have been going on in the temple. Uh, at the same time. So cut those times out in your day to just really be with the Lord, fellowship with the Lord in uh, prayer and reading. And um, yeah, receive all of these blessings uh, that come from fearing the Lord and walking in his ways. So be blessing. Take care. This is the voice of my beloved podcast, where we believe that hearing and following the voice of the bridegroom king leads to the most abundant and joy-filled life. Shalom. Blessed is everyone who fears Hashem, who walks in His way.